0: a new week here on the Lombardi line. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi there in Jersey as we say good afternoon, Michael. How are you?
1: I'm great, Patrick. How are you doing today? Everything good? We ready to go?
0: Ready to go, man. Ready to go. We got the play-ins finally after trying to solve the puzzle of whatever the hell yesterday was.
1: (laughs) How about that Clippers-Thunder game where they just, I mean, it was literally, if they could have taken one guy off the court and let the other team win, it was a fight to who could lose. I mean, if you're Adam Silver, how do you say it? Like, come on, fellas, please. People are paying top dollar for that. I mean, the Sixer game was, it was entertaining. It was a G League game with a bunch of guys that are probably going to look next year to see if they can have a contribution. But, I mean, it was bad.
0: Yeah. I mean, on what planet the the Clippers were laying eight in Oklahoma city, Oklahoma city was genuinely over the last month and a half, trying not to win basketball games. Obviously the Clippers trying not to win a bass. So it's a double-edged sword with the play in, right? There was some juice leading up to it, but then you had complete tanking at the end. So it's like you're preventing tanking, but at the very end there was tanking.
1: No doubt, no doubt. I mean, and all the rules say, you know, and who are we tanking for? No one asked that question. Like, who are we tanking for? Like, what are we losing for? What are we destroying a culture or not even building a culture for? What are we gaining? Are we getting Tim Duncan? Or are we gaining Andrew Wiggins? Are we gaining, you know, who are we gaining? Kobe Bryant, who went 14th overall? Or are we gaining somebody who's different? I mean, I think that's the question. Like, who are we tanking for?
0: Fair like enough. I've said
1: to you before, you know you know, there's a report out, not that I believe it because I don't know where it comes from, it's just something that's in the air, that the Packers will demand that they get a quarterback back for Aaron Rodgers. Well, I mean like that's just common sense, right? Do we know that the Packers have demanded for a quarterback back? No, but it's common sense that if they're going to trade them, they don't want to go. They want something back. That's why I've been saying all along the Raiders are the most logical pick, even though the betting odds have all gone towards Denver. Denver doesn't have a quarterback to send them back. Yeah. So my point is, is, is if you're going to trade, you want something back. Who are we tanking for? Like, what are we tanking for a pick at, at a player that we don't even know how many if you could write down all the picks from one to ten in the last ten years in the NBA. Tell me how many guys have really come out of there that you would say they can carry a franchise.
0: You know, I've never really we've never discussed the the, the philosophy. With you as somebody in a front office is tanking because you obviously cheer for the Philadelphia 76ers and they tanked for years to get to where they are now. So was it worth it in the end? What is your take as a front office exec?
1: Well, when they, when they don't have enough mental toughness, it'll prove out to be the case was wrong. Because the whole process was never about trying to build a culture. It was about trying to lose and collect assets. It looks good on a piece of paper. But they don't have any mental or t- physical toughness to win. The only way to me that I think it would justify itself is they come out of the East. Now, they got a huge break yesterday. They got a huge break. The Knicks were trying like hell to lose that game at the end. Boston with a bunch of G League players out there. Taco Falls is out there. (laughs) I mean, they were actually – they closed the 19-point lead down to four. And I was sitting there saying to myself, Boston's going to win this. And they couldn't make a couple shots down the stretch. But that may actually get the 76ers to the conference final in the East because they have to beat Atlanta. Or the Knicks, or then whoever they play, they have two games that they two teams that they should handle in a seven-game series. Absolutely.
0: Okay, Michael, let's set up the play in that we do know. Of course, you've got two tomorrow: the Hornets and Pacers. Uh, the Hornets, who have been struggling, uh, the Pacers, who there's odd. It's an oddity because they're going to be favored here. I think they're favored by three. Yeah, there it is, the number three Opened right around one. So the Pacers getting bet here, uh, but they, they're a better team down low. Uh, but the Hornets, obviously young, inexperienced. And then later you have the Wizards at the Celtics. The Wizards, <laughs> this is a very dangerous matchup for the Celtics because the Wizards have been playing, you know, they've, they've been winning 75% of their games over the last 25. So it's weird. They were 15 games under 500 at one point this year, the Wizards. 15 games under 500 and have been one of the better teams over the last a month, month and a half in basketball.
1: Well, I mean, last time they played was February 28, 2021. Boston won by a point. They were favored by six and a half in that game, and they won by a point. And then you go back two weeks earlier, Washington dominated them. Washington won 104 to 91. So they have kind of have split. And then before that, Boston won. They've gone back and forth. Washington and Boston in the last 10 games, Boston's won six. Washington's won four. But the way Boston played yesterday, they actually seemed into it. You know, they, they had those younger players on the court, I think it's going to come down to can Washington play any semblance of defense. Are they going to be good enough defensively, really? And we don't know. We know that. We know they struggle. They give up 118 points a game they score 116. They're one of the few teams that have made it this far with a minus differential point total. So, you know, this is going to be a herculean effort to get to beat Boston, I believe. Washington for some strange reason is so much better against the West than they are against the East. Against the East they're 16 and 26, Patrick. Yep. Against the West they're 18 and 12.
0: Yes, yeah, so the Wiz they lost the season series Michael to the Boston Celtics uh, 2 to 1, uh, but uh, 17 and 6 end to their campaign. And here's where it gets interesting. I know this is going to sound crazy, but since April 7th, the Wiz are the fifth best offensive team. Okay. That's not going to surprise you with that backcourt, but since April 7th, as far as efficiency, they're the eighth best defensive team. What the, you take me inside a front office or a coaching staff and help me understand. I understand. And Russell Westbrook, maybe it's a little bit. We've out, we've, we've now disrespected him because he dude he averaged almost 12 rebounds a game. Okay. If you you want to say sometimes right. that, but that is effort.
1: I mean, that is effort. No doubt. No, no doubt. And he play and look, he's played, he's played hard. I mean, look, you know, you could question some of his shot selection. Sure. The guy's going to average another triple-double. Yeah. I mean, let's be real honest. I yeah. mean, he's going to average another triple-double, and, and they've improved. I think you got to give Scott Brooks credit for fighting along with his team to get them to improve to a level where they are. I mean, look, we know even defensively in the last two weeks, I mean, they rank they rank, in the last two weeks, they rank 18th overall in defense. They're seventh in the league in terms of spread differential in the last two weeks. So they've clearly improved over the season, and you got to credit that. And he had not lost his team. I mean, they look like a, you know, they look like an Olay type defense earlier in the year, and they yeah. couldn't stop anybody. But now, you know, now they do. And, I mean, the Celtics favored by one. The Celtics going to have to play their best to beat oh, them, it, I really yeah. think, assuming, assuming Beal's healthy.
0: And, and, you know, it's so funny cause I was watching a piece of that game yesterday. Beal looked terrible for three quarters. And then in the fourth quarter was great. I, I think the Celtics are in for a rude awakening. They've been sloppy and lacking focus all season. You know, it's weird. They had a five game win streak uh, about a month ago. Maybe that's where it was. And we're like, here comes the Celtics What'd they finish? 36 and 36, every point along the way, Michael, we've talked about them. We've called them what basic, at least the yeah. wizards are surging. Boston has been basic.
1: Boston has been basic. And, I mean, Boston, which is supposed to be their best strength, is shooting their 13th in e-field goal percentage. I mean, they haven't been able to really get that offense clicking. And then, typically, where are they supposed to be good? On defense? And they have no inside game. They are they don't have the ability to handle the, the physical acality, especially since they don't have a big man. Robert Williams hasn't been able to play. And I think they match up. I mean, Washington matches up with them. I mean, they're going to have a hard time playing Washington unless Westbrook goes off the rails and starts taking ridiculous shots I think they're gonna have a hard time playing them I mean I think yeah, you comes, remember you yeah. know here's the thing here's the thing though Patrick when you go seven games the best team typically wins in seven that's games. right that's right. when you do the nc2a tournament not necessarily the best team wins you know this is how a 9 seed can beat you know an 8 seed or a, you know a 13 seed beats a 3 seed i mean we saw it last year in the in the nc 2a tournament i mean it just happens in a one game single elimination that doesn't necessarily mean the best team wins
0: okay but i'll tell you this if we were to draft for all his foibles and his lack of shooting and oftentimes late game he'll get you in trouble Uh, If I'm picking a player, I'm sorry, Jason Tatum, I'm sorry to everybody in one game dog mentality. I'm taking Russell Westbrook tomorrow. That's it. I'm taking Russell Westbrook. I need to win the game. And Beal. That's right. So if you're drafting, if without Jalen Brown, if you're drafting, okay, Tatum goes two. And maybe people take Tatum one over Russell Westbrook to be fair, but the certainly the next two are going to be Westbrook and Beal. You have the second, you have the two best players outside of Tatum on the court.
1: Yeah, no doubt. I mean, look, he he's, he's a force, and he doesn't tire. He never plays tires. relentlessly. You know, he keeps giving com- tremendous effort. I thought yesterday on the, on, on the broadcast, I mean, they were talking about the Knicks and the Celtics. And the one thing I think the Knicks have done a good job of with Thibodeau this year, who should be coached there, is every game they never took a night off. They play with great, great intensity the entire year. When you get playoff time, now we're going to see teams that are going to match that intensity. Now, you know, they're going to have to rise, raise their game a little bit more. And I think that's the one thing Washington has done down the stretch is they've taken their game and they've risen their level and they've all bought into what Brooks is selling. And it's been kind of impressive. I mean, I didn't expect it to happen because they played no defense whatsoever.
0: I think he just nailed it. I'd be comfortable – if you told me they were going to be in the top echelon of offensive teams in the league, but to have that type of turnaround defensively, you know, turn, you know, defense really comes down to just paying attention and energy. So in some way, Brooks got this team to focus, and I think a lot of that is the galvanization of Westbrook just saying, "If you guys are coming with me, come on. If not, I'm going to carry. I'm going to do as much as I possibly can." But that's a great. I mean, that's one of the best basketball teams over the last uh, 60 days in in the league. So that's a dangerous spot for the Celtics. Is the best way to put it.
1: No doubt, no doubt. And I mean, look, you know, between Beal and and Westbrook, I mean, you know, they've done some things, and they're all playing. They're both playing at a high level, and you got to take them out of the game. You got to force the ball. You know, Bertrand's is still a tough player to play with. Absolutely. I mean, he comes off the bench. I mean, you know, you got to take, you got to handle this team in, in a lot of different ways. And you know, I'm not saying they're a great team, but in a single game. In one game, they can be a real problem.
0: They were just 17 and 32 on April 5th, but since then, Washington went 12 and 2 in the remaining April games, and have looked very. I mean, that's just. I mean, they've just been ridiculous. It is. I I think you just nailed it. If they get past this one game scenario, you know, the winner takes on the Nets. The Nets should win. The Nets will be prohibitive favorites. But if it is Westbrook and Beal, it's something to be concerned about because either can go on a heater and score 50 points.
1: Yeah, and I mean, look, we don't know if the Nets are going to be able to play. I mean, Kyrie's worried about world peace, which he should be worried about world peace. And and he's got other things on his mind, so he needs to worry about that. And, and, you know, what's the injury situation for the Nets? I mean, look, we know that if they have anything, I mean, a thigh bruise, they're out. Are they going to take that mentality in the playoffs? We don't know.
0: By the way, the Wiz beat the Nets two to one in the regular season series. It's it's impossible to apply it. Which though. those numbers,
1: we have to be really careful. <laughs> it's with impossible them. to you apply. Got to go back. It. Yes, and I love JVT and all he's got all his numbers, but the numbers to me are meaningless because you don't know who they're playing. Exactly.
0: That's what I mean. It's like, you look at the, you're like, oh, season series two to one. But how do you apply that when you go back to those three games? Durant didn't play. Harden didn't play. Kyrie was in Nigeria fixing something. Uh, who knows? Yeah, and uh, I, I mean, listen, birthday
1: party. we
0: do care. I do appreciate that he cares about the world. It just, it comes, ac- it comes across as, uh, I guess, a little empty when I don't, I don't. You're making forty
1: it. million a year to do a job. You're making forty million. That's a it. Year to just do, a job.
0: Do, do, do what you got to do as far as phil- philanthropy and altruism. But then when it comes down to asking answering questions about the job that affords you that opportunity, say I'm here and I'm I'm thrilled for the fans of the New, New Jersey slash. How would you ones.
1: like to be the guy who writes his check? How would you like to be? You know, I'm not. You know. Meanwhile, when you write that check, are you going to be I, – I, I'm all for solving all the world's problems. It's never happened. We can keep working together to get it done. But I wonder how that guy that writes the check for him feels that he has no interest in really playing basketball. Does that mean you have no interest in writing the check either? I mean, that would be, that'd be fascinating to know. Yeah, maybe
0: week to week, every two weeks. I'm not overly motivated to write the check this week, Kyrie. You'd understand based on how you approach yes. playing for our team here. Right. Uh, The next one, the next one up and we'll get, Will. I know Will's going to have picks here. We've got Josh Applebaum, Thomas Gable, I mean,
1: is he have time to talk to us today with him working on the Lakers, the game planning, the strategy for the Golden state game. You got to think he's deeply involved in that. I'll throw that at
0: you. I think the league might be pretty excited. Maybe the best playoff game (laughs) is a play in game. The Lakers somehow fall to the seventh seed.
1: they got it at 10 o'clock at night. I mean, like, could they ever think about, like, seriously, why? Everybody wants to watch it, and you put it on at 10 o'clock.
0: Well, that's why you have to move back to the West Coast, bro. It's on 7 o'clock I here.
1: Know. I know. Oh, I know. But, I mean, <laughs> are you kidding me? 10 o'clock? I mean, I want to watch it badly. You know, and there it is. It's at ten o'clock at night. You're I mean, going to be fight. on vacation. Go. You're going to be chilling with a mai tai. You can't wait. Did you mention vacation? Have I mentioned how excited I am for vacation? Yes, I am. I'm going to be on vacation. I yes. know you. And you Sipping should. mai tais. Enjoy it
0: and thank enjoy, the, baske- hey, and enjoy the basketball. Enjoy the basketball.
1: You'll be able to. There's no I might pressure. I stay up for that. Now that you mentioned it, now that's right. I am on. I don't have to get up early to write. I don't have to Dude, do anything. You don't have I to can do just anything. Be, <laughs> I can be me, right? I can just be me. I can
0: be, you know, <laughs> he, would, he waited 60 years just to be you. <laughs> that me, that? that's right. Is, yeah. that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> that,
1: That's a yeah. funny way of putting it. Um, quickly, just I'll throw up the oh, number. That's my son. Go, please. That's my son used to tell me that all the time. Dad, just let me be me. Yeah, right. I'll let you be you, all right. Okay, here is we go. Is that
0: raindrop, son? The one that just brushes oh, off right. everything?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Through the raindrops, yeah. So, so, yeah, I'll shoot a 69 playing golf. Sure, no problem. Yeah, there we go.
0: So you, you were like, like your attitude. I'm trying to mold you to be more like me. And he's like, dude, you just got to let me be me. Is that really what it comes down that's to? Right. That, yeah.
1: That's what it came down to. Yeah. he are you're,
0: you're a type <laughs> I'm chill. I'll be me. Uh, you got another yeah. son. He's like you. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> when we come back, we'll continue. LeBron says he is fine after leaving the game on Sunday with the ankle injury. The it's an arduous task that being the postseason, it's like a two month slog. So the idea that LeBron and AD are just going to somehow miraculously get through all this, Michael, is very interesting,
1: right? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it's going to be a challenge. And look, one game. Single elimination game, one game.
0: Warriors-Lakers, Wednesday, 10 p.m. Eastern time, as Michael mentioned. 7 p.m. <laughs> bright and early, right after dinner here on the West Coast. When we come back, we'll continue with these matchups uh, and take a look at the Hornets-Pacers. Pacers are getting bet right now as we continue on a Monday edition of the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. It's v Esports the Sports Betting Network. Basketball, hockey, got everything, Bet MGM, the premier. Sports betting app, BetMGM, has all your favorite wagering options and knows. You go to in-game, boosted odd specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by the Strip. Bring your state-issued ID. You're ready to bet within minutes. Everybody knows Nevada is a great place to bet with BetMGM. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We welcome you back here on a Monday edition. I actually wrote down in my notes to talk to you, to ask you. Yes. I'll save it for the top of next hour because we'll transition to the football. But you had a great article in The Athletic about how coaches uh, how coaches and execs interpret the NFL schedule. If you don't mind, I want to talk okay. to you about that
1: coming up in just a little bit. Love to. Absolutely, Patrick. Yes, whatever you need. You just
2: guide the ship. You're the
0: point guard
1: here. (laughs) You're Kyrie. Well, if if
0: I were Kyrie, I'd be in Bora Bora, like unloading food trucks. Or
1: or in the Garza Strip somewhere, yes. Or
0: taking time off from work and going to my sister's birthday party, pretending like I'm trying to help people, which is whatever. I don't want to get in his business. That's his business. Let's go uh, Hornets Pacers. Uh, The Hornets, you know what? This is an interesting matchup because if you just look on paper, the Pacers should have a big advantage down low. They also have an experience advantage. Uh, This is a young Charlotte team that all of a sudden can't hit a three. They've lost five straight. But the Pacers, you know, Sabonis is their best player. He's one of the better players that we just never hear about. And this number jumped up to three with the Pacers laying it, Michael.
1: You know, and it's so hard. Single elimination game, hard to predict, right? really hard to predict I think because it's not the better team that wins it's the team that happens to be hot on that given night the pacers all their dysfunction within the locker room remarkably they've been able to come out and they're in this spot you know where they can do they can take into this you know at 33 at 34 and 38 you know they're in an opportunity they give up 115 points a game they give they score 115 i mean their point differential is there i think the difference is going to be can charlotte play good enough defense especially down low yes at, at miles turner and all that, I think when you look over the last 10 games, that has not been the forte of the uh, of the Charlotte Hornets. And I think that's going to be the biggest issue in this game. And then when you go to the, the, the head-to-head matchups, I mean, Indiana's favorite, uh, Indiana's been able to play better, shoot better in both those games, field goal percentage in their games. In, in the last 10 games, Indiana shot 50%, and Charlotte's only shot 42. It's going to take Charlotte to shoot really well in the game. Now, the month, last April, On April 2nd, they won 114-97. And the last time they played in Charlotte, Charlotte won 108-105. I just don't think those games matter because you have to go back to and determine who was in the lineup, who wasn't, and how it all worked out. And Indiana's mindset, I think, is the hardest thing to challenge right now. Do they want to keep playing or do they want to get the year over? Well,
0: you're right because the coach is going to get – most likely the coach is going to get fired. There's – It it reads, there's some stories out there you can read. It would be great for you with organizational theory and all that because he's a mess. However, they're in the mix. They're in a play-in. Here's what I will tell you. No Miles Turner. looks like Brogdon is going to return. What worries me about Charlotte is just their fourth quarter flops, and they're going to be on the road here. They're 1-6 and straight up. They're 1-6 and ATS, their last seven, as a visitor. Uh, They're just young and inexperienced, and they've been falling apart in fourth quarters is really what it comes down to.
1: Yeah, no doubt. And they, th- this will be the best thing that ever happened to them because they haven't been here before, right? I mean, this gets you to the point where you've got to learn how to play. I think that's what happened in Memphis yesterday, right? Memphis has got a chance to go out to Golden State and play. And I don't think Memphis understood. They made a rally in the fourth, but I don't think Memphis understood what it really takes to be in that kind of game. And I think that's one of the things the Hornets may not know either. One thing I
0: will say is if you haven't had a chance to watch Charlotte this year, I think people are going to see LaMelo ball for the first time. Michael, he is a Marvel to watch. He is so, he is so talented. He's 19 years old, Uh, but he is, you know, he's a double, double digit score seven and seven guy with rebounds and assists. He's just been tremendous.
1: He's been fun to watch. I mean, they are, and you know, Gordon Hayward's been hurt for him too. So they are, they were fun to watch, and there were moments where, when he was playing well, and they were bringing him off the bench, he was, he was really. Then he got hurt. So they've had a lot of moving parts going on. That's why you just can't look at the record and say, okay, here's where they are. I think if you look at the game, I'm really
0: pointing to that under the 229 because the Hornets, they're going to want to stop, you know, slow down the speedy pacers. Charlotte's tempo is a stark contrast to what Indiana likes to run. Uh, I think that's going to be their That's they're just going to take the air out of the tires and 229 is a lofty total point, especially
1: did it open at 231. I mean, it opened at 231. I think it's. It's been bet down. You, I think it's going to go down to 227 before I, we. I tip. would agree. I would you. think it's going to keep going. And, you're, and I think you're going to see that. I'm sorry, go ahead. I think, you're going to see the, I think you're going to see defense return. That's exactly intensity right. Intensity return. I think that's what we're going to see as betters. I think we're going to see, like I thought, the Memf- I thought the Memphis-Golden State game was a true indication of what we're going to see going forward. It was fun to watch. There was defense. Guys were laying out. It was fun.
0: Yep, the intensity turns up. I think Charlotte's going to look to, like I said, just slow this game down. When we come back, Thomas Gable's going to join. We'll take a look at the games uh, from the East Coast. They're at the Borgata on the Lombardi line we we'll If you missed any part of the show today, remember, or any of the VSIN schedule, you can find all of the shows and all of the podcasts for free. Uh, Follow the money, a numbers game, Lombardi line, beating the book, market insights, PGA tour, betting previews. It's all there. Ron Flatter's Racing Pod, Hardwood Handicappers. Visit vsin.com slash podcast to listen to all VSIN shows for free. vsin.com slash podcast. Okay, we switch it up a little bit. Of course, you could tell Michael, Michael Michael Lombardi's in that vacation. I'm in a good mood. I got no worries. I got my feet oh, in the sand. Yeah. I've got my, I got my <laughs> toes I got cold in the drink.
1: Water, my ass in the sand. Yeah, <laughs> why not? I, I can sing that well, song. Why right? not? Thomas. Hey, you know, if not, if not now, when, Patrick? I mean, seriously, if not now, when?
0: I think Buddha said that, or the Dalai Lama, or Thomas Gable. Or who Bill, Berm, or or Bill or Berman, Berman. I don't know. One Will, of <laughs> William Berman. Uh, Thomas yes. Gable runs the Race and sports book over at the Borgata. You know, I've been calling you for two years, Thomas. But I just heard when you answer your phone over at the Borgata at your desk, you answer, you go, Tom Gable, Tom Gable. Is it Thomas or is it Tom? Which one?
2: Either one, Patrick, either one. I respond to
0: both. <laughs> okay, Thomas <laughs> and Tom. Uh, hope you're doing well. The games you open, where'd you open the two play-ins tomorrow?
2: Yes. Yeah, so the Hornets Pacers, uh, we open Pacers length three and a half. That is down to three. Uh, the total has also come down from the opener 2.29. Now, now it's 2.28 and a half. I think you're going to see that be the common theme here. Uh, the, the totals for all of these playing games are are starting to drop um, as we go. But the, uh, the Hornets Pacers here, 9-10 game in the East, Winner go home in these 9-10 matchups. And the Hornets really outside of Terry Rozier. Don't have any playoff experience. Gordon Hayward is expected to be out for this one. But that core group of young players, led by rookie of the year frontrunner LaMelo Ball, will need to carry them. They haven't played that well on the road recently, obviously going to Indiana here. Um, Pacers will have the experience factor in this game, depending who's in the lineup. LaVert, Malcolm Brogdon, game, game day decisions. Brogdon hasn't played since April with the hamstring injury. But Indiana, they rank second in the league in assists, and they play at the fourth fastest pace yep. in the league. So, um, you know, it, the Hornets are really going to have to try to slow this game down because the Pacers can put up a lot of points.
1: Yeah. Well, Thomas, what do you what's your what are you thinking as the bookmaker? Do we think we're going to see a reduction of, of points scored? Maybe not in this series, but maybe in the next series where we feel like defense will start to come back into play?
2: absolutely it it always does um, in the playoffs you you see the the defensive intensity uh ramp up and the the totals you'll see will be uh will be lower uh, for for all of those uh playoff games um, you know you look at this this next one tomorrow night Wizards and Celtics uh this is another one that's dropped a point and a half uh from where we opened it it's now down to 233 is the total uh the line here we we opened a Celtics laying a point and a half uh, took some Wizards money and moved it to a point. And then we just literally, within the last half hour, took a $66,000 bet on the Celtics laying the point. So we're back to a point and a half now uh, on that one. Um, so, bigger bet there on the Celtics coming in this morning. Of course, the winner of this one will get the seven seed and face the Nets in the first round of the playoffs. And on the surface, looking at these two teams, it certainly appears they're heading in opposite directions. With Boston losing nine of their last thirteen, including some bad losses there to OKC, Cleveland, Chicago. Meanwhile, Washington they've won seventeen and six to finish the season, and uh, you know Russell Westbrook there recording a triple double in nineteen of those twenty-three games. Mm. And uh, but Bradley Beal will be back there, the league's second-leading scorer, um, and. Three games that these teams have played this season, Beale has scored 41, 35, and 46 points there against the Celtics. Um, again, looking at this total, you, you kind of have uh, Washington who plays at a very fast pace. They put up a lot of points. The Celtics, they've been in some games where they haven't even reached 100 lately. Um, but I'd expect the Wizards to sort of dictate the pace. This is going to be another uh, matchup here where does Brad Stevens try to keep pace here with the Wizards and run up and down the floor?
0: 100%. Well, you've got the Spurs-Grizz. That's the first game on Wednesday, but let's talk to you about that second game. It's going to be late for you guys on the East Coast. The Warriors at the Lakers, Thomas.
2: Yeah, Lakers currently laying four-and-a-half. That's um, been bet down. We opened them as a six-and-a-half-point favorite. The total has also dropped in this uh, from an opener of 222-and-a-half down to 220. Uh, of course, LeBron says the ankle will be fine after he tweaked it last night. So much playoff history here between LeBron and Curry. Now we get them in this one-game matchup where anything can happen. And I talked yesterday about how Draymond Green has been playing lately. The Warriors lineups with Green at center have outscored opponents by 10.7 points per 100 possessions. Uh, The issue with the Lakers is their size and even their small lineups are really big uh, compared to the Warriors. And you figure Green is probably going to get the assignment on Anthony Davis defensively. And if Drummond starts for the Lakers, you would assume L.A. would be able to dominate on the boards. I think this is another interesting chess matchup here involving the lineups between Frank Vogel and Steve Kerr. Um, the other key for the Warriors in this game, I think, will be how Andrew Wiggins defends LeBron James. He's had tough times in the past uh, trying to do that. Uh, I think the Lakers here are rightfully favored in this one, and if they can figure out how to defend Curry, which I believe that they will, uh, I think they have the potential to even win this by close to ten points.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, look, I- I, I, they should. I mean, you know, they won two games. I mean, you go back to the last two games, they've kind of been able to have their way with them without having, you know, Draymond's that's a tough matchup to have to guard the big fellow underneath. But, you know, one thing about one single game, though, as you know, Thomas, I mean, if Kerry just starts to get lights out, you know, and he starts to make thro- shots everywhere on the court, you know, it's buyer beware. And I thought Jordan Poole's played really – I mean, they've had some really good bench minutes. I mean, yesterday against Memphis, their bench extended the lead when Curry went there. I was impressed with what they did yesterday. Now, not that Memphis is the Lakers, but it still was impressive.
2: Yeah, and, and good call yesterday, Michael, um, on the, the Warriors being able to cover that uh, spread yesterday. You, you did call that. Yeah,
1: and I think that's the yeah, perfect I, – I, I, I would never – excuse me, but I would never bet against Curry in a game against a team that didn't have – The mental toughness to match him. I would never do that. Now, I think the Lakers do, but I would, Memphis to me, they've never been in that arena before.
0: I think it's a great breakdown by you both because, uh, Thomas, on paper, the Lakers, the size advantage, like you said, is just unbelievable. But it really comes down to what Michael just said. Curry can beat a team by himself. So if Curry goes off, that's a fast. They should beat them by doubles, that being the Lakers, all things considered. Curry has a way of messing up those plans. Thomas, enjoy the games. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you very much.
2: Thanks, All right, thank
0: Thomas. you, guys. Okay, Mike. director of race and sports book over there at the Borgata, which is a great, great spot on the East Coast right there on the Jersey Shore. When we come back, William Hill, he'll have something to say about the Lakers, I'm sure, Michael, as we continue. It is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. It's V-CIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hockey basketball playoffs everything you need over at BetMGM with a risk-free first wager up to $600 just sign up and use the promo excuse me the bonus code VISON600 and get in the ring with the king of sportsbooks and turn your game into showtime uh, download the app betmgm.com and use the promo code VISON600 to get a risk-free bet up to $600 it's a new customer offer it's paid for in free bets if you have a gambling problem please call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado Nevada and Virginia 1-800-270-71 1-7 for help in Michigan, 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa and Tennessee. Call or text Redline line 800-889-9789 in Indiana. Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Michael Lombardi, I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. Here comes William Hill, who's been killing it, point spread weekly contributor. And, of course, he is the number one Lakers fan. We'll get to the Lakers in a second. You did want to chime in quickly on that Thunder Clipper game from yesterday.
3: (laughs) I don't know what to say. If you watched it, man, you'll never forget it. I mean, OKC's been tanking the last second half of the year, and they tank. They, they pull out the guys that we're tanking with because they weren't tanking enough. They weren't bad enough. <laughs> so they put in worse guys. And then the Clippers, which I don't really understand why they're tanking, I guess, to avoid the Lakers side of the bracket, which they didn't officially do because the Lakers could still be the eight. I mean, they're basically the coach tank. They're down three. They're calling plays for guys you never heard of. Uh, down three, they run out the clock and, sh- and chuck up a long two. I mean, just a comedy, just an absolute comedy. I mean, <laughs> if you're the NBA, I don't know what, what you're doing with this. I, you got to figure out a way. I mean, you, the game was a joke. That game was a joke yesterday. I mean, it was, pretty, it was it was actually funny, but yeah, my goodness, just hilarious. Some they're
1: of the guys are OKC, okay yeah, they're stealing money from the fans. I mean, my question is, what does Al Horford do now that he didn't do yesterday? You know, like he's, you know, it's the same day for Al. He's been off for two months. Well,
0: they they sat Al so Al wouldn't actually benefit them. I mean, what a weird world we're
1: living in where Al wouldn't give them productive minutes. To get who? Cade Cunningham? Is that really worth it? Is he going to turn your franchise around seriously? At some point, when do we do a cost analysis of tanking and the impact? Okay. Like, all right. So, Embiid goes, he went third because of injuries. He didn't even go first pick overall in that draft. So if you know if, if you got the first pick nobody took them. So, like, what is the what is the net effect? The cost analysis of what are we doing to benefiting our team to get into this tank position? I, I no one wants to write that story because it's it's not it's not popular. It's not a popular narrative. You need to write it at the Athletic
0: or write a book about it. You can do either. You know, you can do both. Let's go, uh, William, about your Lakers. Uh, a tremendous breakdown by Michael and uh, Thomas just a bit ago. Essentially, the matchups favor the Lakers in every way, but you just have to worry about Curry.
3: Yeah. And they're an erratic shooting team. So if you're, if, I mean, we know the math, it's a three point game. I mean, the Grizzlies were in that game for a while yesterday. You know, they were up 11, they were tied with three and a half minutes to go, but at the end of the day, they shot, I think six for 24 from three. That's just, that's not math you can overcome. And the Lakers struggled to shoot the three. They can be very erratic and and the warriors have Curry. So that's enough to keep them in it. Uh, I was surprised that the Lakers left LeBron in as long as they did, I guess they just wanted to get him some reps, get his win back. But man, you're holding your breath. If you're the Lakers, just it, that game was over. You know, the Blazers clearly had one. I thought they'd pull all their starters. I took Pelicans plus 11 figure. And, you know, the Lakers would take the foot off the gas They and up winning by 12, the Lakers and the Pelicans don't cover just surprised LeBron was in as long as he was.
1: That surprised me, too. I mean, why would they do that? I mean, I felt like once they knew Portland was in, you know, they would rest their guys. But I do think it's a little bit about conditioning, too, Will. I think you got to – you know, this is – I thought we saw the Memphis-Golden State game. We saw a different level of intensity compared to what we've been seeing the last month and a half. Wouldn't you agree? I mean, I thought those two teams were really playing as hard as they could play to try to make a statement. I thought that was playoff basketball.
3: Yeah, and we conditioned ourselves. It was hard to get used to no fans. We, you know, you got to dismiss home court advantage. Now I think we've gone the other way, where I'm completely dismissing it. I think I overlooked that yesterday. I thought the crowd played a little bit of an impact yesterday. I thought the crowd actually mattered a little bit in, in that Golden State game.
0: You you've been monitoring the Wiz because I think you oh. had a vested interest in their season win total. You've been monitoring that team. Actually, I think you had a little bit of a middle situation. Do you? Wh- what do you have? Do you have a lean on them in Boston tomorrow night?
3: I had a gorgeous middle over 28 and a half, which looked dead. Then the under 33 and a half, it was perfect. It came down to the last game, the last minute, and the, the Hornets up 15, uh, didn't get it done. Just a crazy season by the Wizards. You know they've been terrible, then really bad, 18 of 9, terrible again. And like you said, I think they've won 13 out of 15. Just a wild ride. They're the much better team right now. I lean towards the Wizards. I do worry about Beal though. He played yesterday. I think like 35 minutes looked good. Didn't look great. If if you told me Beal was healthy, if I knew somehow that bill was hundred percent healthy, you know, even 90% healthy, I would pick the wizards. I just don't know about that. But I, again, I think, you know, I just, as much as I don't like Westbrook and certain things about his game, I think you guys summed it up pretty well. You know, he's going to give the effort. You don't know where Boston is. So I would lean with the wizards here.
1: Yeah. That, that's, I, I would lean the Wizards, too. I don't know if anybody's completely healthy, I mean, based on what is health in the NBA. I mean, you know, if you have a slight bruise, you miss three weeks. So what is health? Uh, but I think Beal's tough enough to fight through whatever he has, and I don't think he's going to use it as an excuse. Look, they get the they get the Celtics at the perfect time. I mean, they get the Celtics at the perfect time. They're not playing nearly the way they were three weeks ago. And Washington's peaking. I mean, I think you got to look at Washington here. I really do. I How see. many people are going to be allowed in Boston? I mean, are they going to uh, – I mean I can't imagine Massachusetts is fairly old. I mean what there were 5500 in Philly yesterday I can't imagine Massachusetts is more liberal than Pennsylvania right now nice
0: hit by the uh, William Hill in the middle there with the whiz I will say I thought Beal was bad for 3 quarters and then when they needed him in the fourth played well so that's yeah. what you, that's what worries you about if you're a Celtics fan Beal and Westbrook are just dogmatic right now by the way I'm looking at your notes and you've got three baseball plays all three unders before we get into the specific plays is there a, is there a theme here on a Monday Underfest
3: no it's a light card and you know I, you know what happened is I passed on a couple baseball games early because sometimes you want to come on here and give an interesting you know write-up discussion about it I like Tendricks versus the Tigers it was kind of a boring play passed on it and I don't want to do that again I'm just gonna try to pick my three best winners so these are the three the three winners that's like I'm just I'm here for the people Patrick well, you know, William here here's people. what you
0: need to know about you you're always interesting it doesn't matter. Uh, you could yeah. be reading the phone book and you're going to interest us as always. Let's I keep
3: I hope I'm not blushing. I hope <laughs> no. I'm not blushing.
0: Well, I, hey, by the way, nice to see the girls let you out of the basement. You're back with the pictures and the nice lighting. What happened?
3: It's great. You know, I must have done something good. I'm back uh <laughs> back downstairs. We're working through it. We're trying to figure out a nice place to do it, but uh, yeah, I'm, no, I'm back good. on good ground, I that's guess. That's a good look.
0: Tigers Mariners, you're going to go under. Let's start there.
3: Yeah, your boy, Mize, he's, I think he's coming into his own a little bit. Number one pick last overall. Last time out was he, good, yep. Yeah, and he's had some command issues. I think he have two runs in the first inning and nothing after that. Still walks a few too many guys. But, you know, rough start uh, last year to his career. A couple bad starts early, but he's going to be a really good pitcher. Kikuchi going for the Mariners. You know, Crafty lefty, a lot of weak contact. Walks a few more guys this year than he usually does, but usually doesn't put too many guys on base. Two pitchers I kind of like. Uh, we've seen this go from eight to seven and a half. I'll still go under here.
1: How about this? The Mariners are hitting 189. Well, this is one of the plays (laughs) I thought was a good one. They're hitting 189 in their home ballpark this season. They're last in the major leagues with batting average at 205. And, and... The Detroit Tigers are not much better. They're 27th with a 222 average. This smells under to me.
0: Yeah, this is a gross game if you have to watch it tonight, if you're sweating the under. Uh, how about the and the Mariners' offense is anemic. How about the Giants at the Reds here? We're going to go under the post a total of eight, Will.
3: Yeah, you look at Webb going for the Giants. Big discrepancy between the ERA and the FIP. Uh, you know, he was due for some better luck. Threw well last time out, 10 strikeouts, ground ball machine. Uh, Sonny Gray going for the Reds. He was a bust when the Yankees traded for him. He's been unbelievable since. Mm-hmm. I, I think if the Reds fall out of it, somebody will trade for him because he's a really good pitcher. So I will go under here. And, and like you guys said with the batting average, man, it's just not those two teams. You look around the the, the league, the averages are just terrible everywhere. I think 228, 229 is the average average. Uh, for, for major league hitters, we've got way more strikeouts than hits. It's just – and it, it's, it's worse. It's like the dead ball era. I mean, I think 1964 was the year of the pitcher. That's when they, they raised the mound. Yep. Um, it, it's, yeah. it's worse than that now. I mean, these guys just throw 100 miles an hour. There's shifts everywhere. It's just really hard to hit.
1: I just worry in this game, Will, about the Reds. They have one of the best offenses against right-handed pitching. And I worry that they're going to just hit Webb, who, as you mentioned, been inconsistent at times, and I feel like they'll get to him. And the Giants' offense, which isn't very good, but they're in the, top, the Giants' offense is in the top half of all the baseball metrics, of meaningful metrics of offense. So I worry about that a little bit. That's why I would lean over here.
0: Giants have been a very good surprise this year. Absolutely. You nailed it. The last one on Will's board would be Mets-Braves. We're going to go under with the division rivals.
3: Boy, this NL East is weird, isn't it? I mean, some of these teams look really good for a few days at a time, and then some of them look really bad. The Mets got swept in Tampa, and they're still four up in the loss column, but, but Phillies played seven more games. Uh, I'm going under here. Walker's had really good numbers. I think uh, opponents are hitting like 135 against him first time they see him, 096 second time his numbers have been good. Uh, Freed's a guy who went undefeated last year, got, came close to winning a Cy Young. So I'll go under here. A lot of injuries. Conforto, McNeil, Acuna is questionable, so I will go under the posted total.
0: You know, there we're we waiting. Like we're waiting for the too. Braves to wake up, Mr. Baseball. You know this, and will, they're forty games yeah. in, and they haven't quite woken up yet. I don't get it's, it with this Braves team. They're so talented. It, it, it,
3: and you know this, Patrick. Some of those Pocota projections before the year had him at like uh, 80 and whatever, a 500 team, a little yes, below fourth yes. place. And people were like, "Wow, that's way off. Obviously, something's wrong with the system." And maybe it is. It's still relatively early, but who knows? Maybe they knew something we didn't.
0: Those exact projections yeah. kept me off there. I was going to bet their season win total over, and what you're exa- what you're talking about scared me because it was such a drastic change from what the actual uh, assumption of the team was. So there it is. Are you nervous before we say goodbye? Are are you nervous about the play-in with your Lakers? Or you expect that you expect them to get it done?
3: If you can't get a split against the Warriors and the, you know, the Spurs or the Grizzlies, then just go home now. You're not winning it. I, I think you know it's all based on health. You know, I don't know that LeBron and Davis can stay healthy through four rounds, but I think they'll be able to get through the play-in. And I like the matchup against Phoenix. It's just
1: look, health is the biggest well, de- determinant for Phoenix. this. Yeah, I, I mean, would so. agree if they get I there, love the matchup yeah. against Phoenix. I love the matchup against Phoenix. I love it.
0: One thing, one person I know is not concerned about the 10 a, ten p.m. tip is Will Hill. I don't think he sleeps. No, He'll, he'll, he'll be up. He'll, he'll be up.
1: Be up. You know, he loves it. He'll, he'll, be, be he'll watch his cooking shows at that time, too.
0: He'll be yeah. up grinding. All right. Great stuff, Will. You got anything on the way out? Thanks, Will.
3: No,
1: it should be a fun for the first time
3: in a while. We don't know who's going to win the NBA title. It should be fun. Uh slash subscribe. I have to get that. Yeah, we knew Otherwise, the plug. I we knew the, we knew the plug
0: yeah. was coming. And if you followed along in Point Spread Weekly, Will made you a ton of cash this NBA season. Thank you, buddy. Have a good Monday. All
3: right, be good, guys. Thanks. Okay,
0: there goes William Hill. We've got Josh in the next hour. But we're going to start with some NFL right here with Michael Lombardi. On the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM, it's v the Sports Betting Network.